This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggin Show. That was a little bit of Naked Alone. And and speaking of being naked alone, <laughs> <laughs> I am joined in the studio today by the incredible Jamie Windust. And this is this is a hat trick. This is the third time we've had you here, Jamie. I've scored lucky. You I've have you have reappearances <laughs> on the show. Thank you for having me back. It's it's amazing to have you back. And I, let's start off by talking about how much you have grown in. I think it was a year you were here for the first time. Yeah, it was like last. Yeah, this literally this time last year. It's been a bit ridiculous. It's it's been insane for you, <laughs> and I mean deserved. So so very well deserved. Thank um, you. I mean, when you were first here, we were talking a lot about fruitcake, which I think was just mm. starting to yeah. find its legs. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about the journey? Because I know you've just released a new issue, I believe. Yes. <laughs> Good plug. <laughs> um, yeah. So back way back when that was the very first issue. So now we are on issue three, which has just. Um, literally just launched and then within like 24 hours sold out which is brill that's insane Um, so that's going really well it's been a a bit of an odd year but like in the best way Um, I think specifically if you look at kind of LGBTQ plus people within the media this year's obviously had its trials and tribulations so Mm. it's been a difficult one but you know I'm very grateful for the opportunities that have arisen uh, because of that and to kind of have that position I guess is quite uh, fruitful but I still don't really understand when people say things to me they're like are you not like over the moon I'm like well yeah but also I guess when you work for yourself you're always like yeah but what's what's next what's coming around the corner yeah or like what haven't I done which I guess is good in a way Um, but yeah I've definitely in the past like a week or so taken time to be like whoa okay you're doing all right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're doing more than all right, You're getting Jamie. by. <laughs> and, I, I, and I just think in terms of, like, you know, like, uh, non-binary representation and visibility, mm. and, you know, just ma- just making yourself visible and putting yourself out there. You're, I mean, you're everywhere at the minute. Um, <laughs> to the point that I'm getting a bit, a bit sick of you. Getting a bit <laughs> sick of you, Jamie. Go on, then. Just <laughs> No, you've just been doing so many incredible things. And I'm just, I, I, I'm just I, it makes me beam with pride every Bless time you. I see you doing so many amazing things. And, I mean, it is Pride Month right now. Um, and, you know, you're just, you're just pushing for so many positive things. And yeah. I think it's, it's it's difficult, but I think as well, like, once you, you know, as you all know, like, once you are positioned as a voice or as a, a given platforms consistently, um, it is amazing. And I think it's a great opportunity to have, but there's also a lot of, not downsides, but it's, it's important to know that, for example, like, with Monroe, for example, mm. she always is very transparent with what's happening even though it might look like she's having the best time of her life and i think likewise with a lot of people within the community who do things like this yes we are doing amazing things but there's also when you work within that all the time you don't get time to escape from that Mm -hmm. so it's been a weird one um in terms of that because essentially when it's your job you can't escape 
it. Um, but I, yeah. I, I do think you, you, you do something quite wonderful. And I mean, I, I love watching your Insta stories, for instance, <laughs> because I think, I think you're very real there. You know, you, you give us your polished, hilarious, <laughs> glamorous self a lot of the time. Right. But you also, you know, you take off your makeup, you sit there at home, you tell us how you're feeling. And yeah. I, think it's, I think it's that balance that you strike so well mm. that makes you so relatable and makes people, you know love you and want to listen to you and therefore care about you know whatever cause it is that you want to promote and i think that's yeah. a really important thing and you and you strike that balance so so well exactly like it's 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 still really bizarre to me what's happening do you yeah. know what i mean like and i'm sure we all have that so it's like whenever we have those experiences i'm still very human about them and i'm very just like oh my god what like literally what's happening yeah or, I can't believe this has just happened and i think for me it's quite natural for me to just do that through social or through an instagram story um like this week i was had a ridiculous luxurious hotel stay um and i think it's funny because you see a lot of people do that and they're like they just like pretend it's their normal life and i'm like how yeah. can you do that like come on this is ridiculous i absolutely <laughs> loved it i mean every month it was it was it was at the w i'm gonna mention them cool. um but like every single second that you were there you were like oh the, the, like this amazing thing just yeah. happened this amazing thing. oh my god i can't believe this and yeah. like that is how it should be you know it shouldn't hmm. be like oh yeah this is a five-star hotel whatever you Casual. know you were like you know this really is incredible and i feel so lucky to be here and yeah and, and it makes it human it makes it real you exactly because i think often we sometimes we become numb to those opportunities but when we get them quite a lot but actually yeah it was like i was like a kid in a sweet shop i was like just running around having a having a laugh um because sometimes you've just got to do that and have a bit of fun because otherwise you just if you treat it like a job all the time you know it's not really a job is it i mean it is a job but <laughs> it, that's what annoys you when people are like oh yeah i'm just off to work you know to stay for free in this really amazing hotel. So hard. Yeah, it's really hard <laughs> life. I've got to, like, take one Instagram story. Yeah. It's, like, it's going to be so hard. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, just, just them around. Yeah, have fun with it. And, and, and again, I think that's striking that balance as well is, re is really, really important. You know, yeah. you've, got, you've got to talk about the things that matter. You've got to do your activism, which you do so well. Mm. Um, and then throwing in that fun element as well is, I think, what, what really makes it work. And it, it's what makes, I mean, your, your brand is so much. You know, you have, mm. you have the magazine, you have your, yourself, you have your activism, you have your petition, which is so important. And we're going to be getting onto that later. Indeed. Um, you know, you, you, so fing fingers in lots of pies. And you've got, you've got to keep it interesting. You've got to keep it fun. You've got to keep it human. Yeah, absolutely. It's like at the, um, I'm sure we'll get onto like the Blogosphere Awards. That was, again, a very bizarre situation because it's one of the pies that I don't necessarily dip into all the time. Um, yeah. And that influence of Wild, it's, it's almost, I always found it quite nice because I'm not specifically there because of my gender identity. And it's also a celebration of well, that was a celebration of like fashion and aesthetic. So it's quite nice to sometimes have just like work or opportunities that aren't specifically for my activism. Yeah. There's obviously an activism stance there because just by existing there is. However, it's nice to kind of go into other platforms or, or strings of work that aren't just specifically about me fighting a good fight. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, so like the Blogosphere Awards, for instance, was like that kind of broad influencer awards. Mm. And, you know, you weren't necessarily in, in there. You, so you were nominated for fashion influencer 
of the year. Correct, which um, I did say to you, didn't I, prior? I was like, if I don't win, Callum. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I, I was, I was presenting the awards mm. um, myself and Melanie Murphy, um, and I actually knew in advance. How, I want to know how long? How long did you know? <laughs> I knew that you were going to win for like weeks beforehand. Awful. I knew for so long that you were going to win. Because I was messaging you. Like, and you were messaging. You were, you, at one point you messaged like to tell me that you were like nominated for a, an award and I was like I already know that you've, you've won. <laughs> <laughs> um, but So I had to keep it secret and every I, I was going to crack every single time you brought it up. It, it was difficult to keep that under wraps. Um, but I mean what, what a moment like for, for me and you know to stand there on that stage at the Blogosphere Awards mm. Fashion Influencer of the Year you know one of the biggest awards of the night mm. um, and uh, to, to read out your name for a start because you're my friend and I absolutely love and adore you but secondly because you are LGBT plus I mm. think for a non-binary person anyway to mm. be winning that award and I mean you yeah. are so fashionable and you are so stylish and you should <laughs> be being recognised for that you know it shouldn't yeah. be going to your t- traditional person in a suit or whatever yeah. you know do you know what I thought that because I thought that would happen but then I- because I'm uh, egocentric, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed that like a lot of the n- nominees and winners this year were like very diverse, and it had that that, which is which is great. Yeah, yeah which is great, and it like, wasn't tokenistic at all. And it, I think the the people that were winning and being championed were actually the right people. Yeah. I think, especially in that industry, like they, it needs to be switched up. And I think, you know, like you said, like me being recognised for that is, is brilliant. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, can we talk about your acceptance speech? No. <laughs> no, we cannot. It was, it was beautiful. Don't. It? Do you know what? Right, this, this might not make sense, but I just need to say it. I didn't know that Zoella actually was there. Yeah, yes, yeah, she was there. Because I saw the pictures. I, I didn't slag her off, don't worry. Um, can can you say what you said? Or do you not want to say what you said? That's fine. <laughs> so I may have alluded to wanting to sleep with her brother, <laughs> Joe Sugg. In your acceptance In speech. My, you know, I'm up there having a really great moment. And what do I choose to say? I also said, I also said, hold on, I need to get my leg out. It's leg or tits. <laughs> Which <laughs> I'm blaming the fact that we had... A good two and a half hours of drinks yeah. and food prior. It was a lot. Um, yeah, I didn't know she was there until like a week after and I saw the pictures come out and I was like, shh. shh I'm there. sure she loved it. I'm sure she absolutely well, loved it. If I, she, I hear if, she's a character, honestly. Well, do you know what? I've got a bone to pick because she hasn't set that up. I'm still Joe Sug contactless. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but honestly, honestly, Jamie, what, what, a, what a night that was. Mm. And, you know, it's it's everything you deserve to win that award and to have all of these amazing things that are happening to you. Thank and you. I, 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 I sound like I'm ending the show. I'm not. But I, <laughs> I wish you all the success in the future. And I hope to have you back here for a fourth time in another year's time. Of course. And we'll, you know, you'll be a, a superstar by then. You know, you'll be too big for <laughs> FUBAR Radio. Yeah. But you'll come back because you're loyal to us and you love you love us for a bit of Callum McLovin that's why we're being nice to you because we know you're going to go so big <laughs> so you know got, got to keep you on the hook somehow keep me keep me down <laughs> shall we have a bit of music Jamie go on then alright this is a little bit of personal hell Kim Petras yeah, yeah. 
Let, 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 let's, let's get serious. Go on. No, no, it's, very, it's very difficult to get serious. No, 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 no. Uh, let's be serious. Let's talk about your petition because this is something that is incredibly important. This has been mm-hmm. something that I know has been going on for a little while now. Yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, do, do you want to give us a little bit of background? Mm-hmm. So I started a petition um, hilariously on Valentine's Day, bro, um, <laughs> to look at... It began as something to look at just general legal documentation. So it is to look at the ways in which legal documentation within the UK, so like passports, driver's license, um, birth certificates, are allow people to identify their gender. Because at the moment it's a binary system, so there's mm-hmm. only two options. Um, so I kind of got to a position where in January I needed to renew my passport. So I was like, right, okay, bro, let's do that. And then I kind of realized when I was in that process that I could, but I could only do it as either male or female. And I was like, well, that's not really appropriate. Um, And also the other kind of thing that I fell into was the fact that they wanted me to do it without makeup on, which I was like, okay, that's like, Mm. I do understand why you need me to do that. However, like... 99% 99% of the time I've got a face on like if I'm travelling I'll probably have makeup on yeah. or it, you know if you need to see my ID at some point I'll probably have a face on so um, it makes more sense for you to have the makeup on yeah. in, in the picture to match precisely yeah and they were kind of saying that it was excessive or that it was um, a security issue which I was like that sounds like a bit of a lie. Yeah, it's, it's not a security issue, is it? No. It, it, I never understand those things. I always get that, though. In, in in terms of, like, retail security, I always get, not, like, followed, but, like, definitely kind of... Well, followed maybe a bit of a strong word, but, like, sussed out. Because, because you're wearing makeup, you're going to steal. Well, they, I think what they do is they think <laughs> that <laughs> I've got, like, some hilarious disguise on. Right. So that I can take it and then... Get away with it, because you, you're in this hilarious disguise (laughs) right precisely yeah so yeah so after all that with the passport i basically then reached out online to kind of other trans and non-binary people Mm. to see if it was just me or if it was something that a lot of people had issues with and it was general consensus that a lot of non-binary and trans people had this kind of dilemma with legal documentation um trans people who transition in a binary sense um had problems with that however because there's the gender recognition act and they kind of have mm-hmm. ways to legally change their gender that was a little bit easier it's still not very it's still not a great process still needs improving but yeah, yeah. um but for non-binary people there was literally nothing yeah. so i was like right go on then <laughs> um i'll start this petition yeah. and then literally just kind of exploded a bit mm-hmm. which was brilliant but i don't think i realized the gravitas of what i'd Started, started yeah, yeah, which is quite a common theme in my life. So you've, you, I know that the petition has reached the number of signatures now where it need that where it will be considered in Parliament. Is that correct? No, I've mm. lied. I've made that up. <laughs> Nearly, it's my favourite game on this show to just make up things that aren't true. <laughs> no, so it's at the moment it currently stands at like approximately seventeen thousand. Yeah, um, which is brill. So it needs a hundred thousand by August which I know is probably not going to happen but that doesn't mean that it's 
not going to continue. Sure. Um, for example, like with Gina Martin, who passed the upskirting bill, um, she did a very similar process to me where she started a petition and it didn't reach the 100,000. But, mm. you, you know, I think with things like this, you don't necessarily have to reach all of their goals for it to still continue because you can sure. still make progress. Um, so, yeah, it reached 17,000. At 10,000, the government basically responded. Right, okay. And we're like, here's our response. They've basically said that they're going to do a call to action, which is similar to, if you remember way back when, in November, the Gender Recognition Act consultation. Yeah. So basically, I'm going to ask non-binary people about their lived experiences within the UK, how they can adapt, um, I think, all of their services, essentially, to make sure it's more inclusive. So that is quite promising. Um, whether or not I think that may be a mild PR thing purely because their st- their statement was public, right? So they obviously they're going to make it sound quite jazzy, yeah. Um, but at the moment it's is it's in a it's in a weird process purely because it's not stagnant, but you know signatures are kind of slowing as you would expect. Mm. But now my job is to kind of really ramp it up a bit, yeah, and kind of. Not just get more press, but almost do the work behind the scenes. So I'm trying to speak to MPs, local MPs. I'm working with um, larger media organisations that have that access to the right people so I can kind of get the ball rolling. Um, And very interestingly, there is a campaign that is being run alongside mine, which I'm teaming up with, that is going back to the High Court in December um, to challenge the High Court for gender-neutral passports, which is brill. Yeah. Um, they said that the petition is the largest they've ever had. That's, so that's amazing. A bonus. That's incredible. Um, and then it's going to be used essentially as evidence to support this campaign in the High Court. So I'm quite glad in that respect because it's then a collective yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Absolutely. I, it's not just me. Because um, it's actually quite a difficult thing to try and inf- infiltrate Westminster. Yeah, absolutely, um, yeah, I can imagine. So yeah, um, and, and I understand as well that the, the, the situation as it stands right now is that there are c- certain countries in the world where they allow non-binary passports, yeah. and people can enter the UK, I believe, with those passports. Yeah. So it seems a little bit <laughs> strange and you know borderline hypocritical for us to say that no, yeah. you cannot have a, a non-binary passport here. Exactly. Like for example, during kind of like the peak time of the the campaign lots of spaces and places um like nevada and new york came out essentially and were like we're putting out these x passports which is amazing and then when i properly looked into it i realized that yeah you can come into the uk with one um but you just can't leave the uk yeah, with one sure which is really baffling um their argument because it went to the high court two years ago their argument against them was that it would cost too much money. It's um, not a very good argument. No, and to be honest, when I've spoken to quite a lot of people outside of the UK in terms of just, like, journalists or press, um, they've been completely baffled as to why the UK were not leading this conversation or leading this Well, decision. because we lead, on, we lead on so much, but I, th- mm. I do think we're beginning to slide and we're not, yeah. you know, we're not the most progressive country anymore. Um, and I think we're going to get worse and worse and worse if we do not make progress on things like this. Yeah, precisely. And I think it's, it's just a... Uh, it's a difficult one. Obviously, there's a lot in Westminster that's going on at the moment. However, I think stuff like Brexit and issues like this are a huge example of why too much time is being taken up. Yes, it's, by, it's overshadowing everything else. Yeah, like there's so many issues that need to be sorted. Um, whether or not I trust 
potentially Boris Johnson to allow this. That's another question. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a difficult one. It's one of those things that I I am constantly learning on the job, essentially. Yeah, how to navigate it. Um, but I mean, it's amazing that you're doing it anyway. You know, I think so mm. many people would go, you know, I want to make a difference in this thing. I want to make a change in this thing. But I'm not really sure how to do it. So I'm not going to bother. Whereas yeah. you've gone, you know, what? I don't, I don't really <laughs> not understand how this works. I don't understand what Westminster. <laughs> and you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do a petition. We're going to just yeah. charge at this. Mm. See what happens. And look, you've already made so much progress. Yeah. You know, even if it doesn't have the 100,000, even if it doesn't hit the 100,000 by August, mm. like you've said, you've already made so much progress and it's all helping. It's not contributing. So, you know, well done to you. Yeah, no, it's it's been good, and the response has been really amazing. Like to to have that response from people within the community is like really lovely. Um, and yeah, I kind of have that theme with most of the things that I do. I'm just like, yeah, why not? Let's yeah, why not? Rock them out. Start it. Let's let's go for it. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh right, okay, this is getting a bit <laughs> getting a bit much now. Um, can I ask Jamie um, on a, on a more personal side of it? Because in in, in a moment, I am going to ask our listeners to all go and sign this petition, and mm. I'm, I'm going to make you do it, listeners. So don't <laughs> think you're getting out of it. But 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 before that, mm. can you tell me if if you feel comfortable to do so? What you know? Why it matters so much? You know? How does it feel personally to not be able to have your gender identity there on your legal documentation? Mm. I think there's lots of kind of problems with it but i think the main one if you kind of look at it more generally it's about the fact that your own government doesn't recognize your identity and for a lot of people um you know not all non-binary or trans people but for a lot of people their identity is a huge part of who they are yeah um so not only does that lack of recognition just feel a bit um, bizarre is also kind of an indication that there's a lack of safety or there's a lack of kind of care or awareness for non-binary people within the UK um, and especially you know that coupled with the media's discussions around it and yeah. so many people's kind of lack of awareness um, I think it would be really important however I do also just want to say that in a similar way to same-sex marriage legalization, it doesn't necessarily equate to societal change. Sure, there's so there's you know there's a lot of other battles to win. It's not like as soon as this happens, it's gonna. We're not flicking a switch to fix all the problems. Yeah, yeah. precisely. But I think it's it's a it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, w- would you say as well that it almost like it almost legitimizes the people who would fight against us and say, mm. you know, that like non-binary identities aren't valid. People like that, for them to say, look, the government don't recognize this, therefore I'm not going to recognize it either. You know, it almost it almost gives those people mm. a little bit of p- permission. It, it gives them validation for their fucked up arguments, essentially. <laughs> yeah, no, precisely. It's like if you, yeah, no, that's completely correct. Like if, if you have that, even just that baseline support, you know, it, what makes me laugh is people think that it's it's too much and it's like well for cis people like they don't think it's not something they really think about when they choose their gender on a form whereas for people who don't even have the option it's something that we have to think about but it's not our fault and i think that's the most important thing is like we're not actually asking for too much we're just not being given the option to even choose yeah um legally so yeah no i think i think it's something that would mean a lot to a lot of people because the other the counter argument is you know places like banks do it very well they have very inclusive kind of gender options on their in their systems 
lots of other kind of just like you know when you're filling out forms for like your shopping or you know that kind of thing they have it and they have that kind of system where yeah. you can choose your identity so it baffles me that like the biggest <laughs> the the main thing the yeah. big legal documentation it's not there mm, precisely i think you know there's a lot of discussion around whether or not it's they're caving into the fears of the media or if you know there's so many kind of counter arguments as to why they won't do it but I think they're doing a disservice to trans and non-binary people in the UK and also to, like we said, to show the rest of the world how progressive we are, I think. You know, why not? Come on, guys. Absolutely. And, I mean, you already know that I ha- you have my complete support on this. I've already signed the petition long ago. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I'm, I'm, g- I'm going to play us a song very, very shortly. But to all our lovely listeners, I do want you, if you have not already signed this petition, I want you, I'm begging you to go and please sign it during this song. So, Jamie, where can they do that? I believe it's in your Instagram bio. Is that true? No. Mm. I've told you a lie. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> More lies from Callum McSwiggan. <laughs> there is a highlight, you know, on the Instagram. Yes. The highlights. Um, or on my Twitter, which I believe has been pop summer. It's my, like, pinned tweet. So there's a thread there all about it and the petitions in there. Okay, so if you go to the FUBAR Radio Twitter, you'll be able to find Jamie's Twitter right there. It should be right at the top, at FabJamieFab. If you click on there... There is a pinned tweet with a link to the petition. I know that sounds convoluted, but you can figure it out. (laughs) I have faith in you, lovely listeners. So please do go and sign that right away. And if you are listening to this as the podcast, um, that does not excuse you from doing this. You also have to go and do it as well. Right. Should we have some music? Go on then. Okay. This is a little bit of honey. are always open, your fears always rolling, and they deep and you can't control it, what you want, what you want, emotion, my arms are always open, your fears always rolling, and they deep and you can't control it, what you want, what you want, emotion, I need to step out with no frustration, I need a permanent... Okay, fashion influencer of the year over yes. here. Here they are. Um, we are going to play a game now. Um, and because, you know, you are fashion influencer of the year, it's, it's official. Um, this is a, a fashion-themed <laughs> game Brill. this week. Um, so we have a quiz, and this is based upon LGBT plus musical legends who are also fashion icons. Okay. Um, and we've got seven questions here, and we're going to work as a team to try and figure out the answers to these questions. Okay. I do not know the answers either. Our <laughs> lovely producers are going to be whispering in our ears, typing away to let us know. Um, and I guess we'll just go... How is your fashion knowledge? Do you know what? It's surprisingly awful. <laughs> um, I got asked to do something the other day that was, like, very fashion. Sure. And I was like, oh, no. Are you, are you allowed to tell us a little about it or no? Is it top secret? Top secret stuff? I'll just tap my nose because I don't want to shade anyone. Sure, but, sure. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, because, you know, like, like when people know about their fashion, they, like, really know. Yeah. And I'm just there like, mm, yeah, that looks cute. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know anything about fashion. I think I think you mm. are just one of those people, Jamie, where you just have a natural eye for it. And you yeah. know what looks good on you and you pull together amazing looks. Mm. But that doesn't necessarily mean you know, you know, this designer and this designer and this designer yeah. over there. Exactly. I'm just like... Yeah, I just know things look good. So, yeah, so yeah, get on. absolutely. Well, let's let's just see how we get on with this game, right? So, okay, our, our, our first question: How many pairs of glasses does Elton John own? And now we have a multiple choice. Okay, so it's a thousand, five thousand, or ten thousand. 
Well, if I didn't have the multiple choice, I would have guessed like 500. So I've, yeah. already, I've already fucked this up. <laughs> I've got 5,000. That's a lot of pairs of glasses. And I feel like, like you would have to be doing like multiple glasses changes a day to, get, to even get through them all, you know? Yeah, and I bet they're all like extortionately expensive. Yeah. And like, does he have mm. them in like a sunglasses room? Like where? Oh, yeah, I bet like it's fabulous. The glasses room. <laughs> and it's like, has he worn them all? I feel like mm. no. I feel like he's not. Come on, Elton. Come on, Elton. Sort it out. I've just got some new specs and I do feel a bit Elton. They are, they're very nice specs. I, I wish our listeners could see them because they are fantastic. But in that hilarious tweet you've just put up where you've called me a veteran. <laughs> Sido. <laughs> you can see that. Um, not as good as Elton's, though. I'm going to... What is it? Th- 135. 135? What? Um, what are the oh, sorry. Uh, 1,000, 5,000, 5, or 10,000? I'm going to go five. I, I think I'm with you. I feel like 5,000 seems like a... Because it's going to have to be ludicrously high. Mm. But I feel like 10,000 is pushing it. Okay. Should we say 5,000? Let's go five. Okay, we are saying... Final answer that Elton John owns 5,000 pairs of sunglasses. And the answer is... Oh, oh we fucked it up. It's only 1,000. Come on, Elton. Only 1,000 yeah, pairs. What are you doing? Get some more. Oh, sort it out. What a loser. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who hasn't got 1,000? <laughs> All right. We got the first one wrong. Um, let's move on to the next. Who does Boy George say his fashion is inspired by? Me. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I see it. Boy George tweeted you. Don't... <laughs> multiple times multiple times multiple times and, and why jamie <laughs> what did you do what did you do that attracted boy george's attention um shaded an uber driver i shaded an uber driver <laughs> after he very shaded me um no so yeah i was in an uber and then he was literally like are you are you boy george and i was like an impersonator and i was like well no but if you want to roll with that <laughs> sure. i will roll with that <laughs> And then he put on Karma Chameleon, like, really loud and was like, this is for you. And I was just like, bro, um, filmed it, obviously. The expressions, in <laughs> your little micro expressions. Which I never realised, and now I'm very <laughs> overtly aware of my, fa- of my face. It's um, a hilarious video, and it, it went kind of viral on Twitter. It got a lot of attention, if you know, you've not seen it. It fully did, and I love how now that when people find me, all of the other stuff that I'm doing is forgotten. They're just like, are you from... The Uber. <laughs> I'm like, that is in fact me. Well, you were getting recognised a lot kind of in the street after yeah. in the weeks that followed. Literally. And then Boy George, I can't remember the f- genuine wording, but I think he called me like his flower or his child. Um, <laughs> and I was like, sure. Sure, I'll go with this. Go on, boy. Well, that's that's amazing. Um, so, you know, since since you're such good pals with Boy George, mm. um, who, do, who do we think his fashion is inspired by? Is it John Poi- John Paul Gaultier? David Bowie or Dick Dastardly from the cartoon show Wacky Racers. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I want to go with, with the the last one purely because it's so abstract. So uh, it's so ridiculous that I feel like it could be true. And I'm trying to think. It's of... not David Bowie because David Bowie's look is very different to Boy George's, and I'd be very surprised if that is where mm. the inspiration comes from. Also, yeah. they're a. Oh no, yeah, I get. Oh. When they like going at the same time? Uh, yeah, I think Boy Boy George must be like ten years, fifteen years younger than <laughs> Bowie. I know Bowie passed away. Mm. Maybe I've got that completely wrong. I feel like no. I feel like it's not David Bowie. That doesn't make sense to me. John Paul Gaultier. I don't really know what 
that is. I know it's fashion and it's fancy and it's expensive, but I don't know what that looks like. Hey, but Dick Dastardly, from, which we've just got a picture from, from Wacky Racers. Amazing. I feel like that could be the inspiration behind Boy George. I feel like, I feel like yes, but also now I'm like, is that just a hilarious shade on Boy George? And are we going to really offend Boy George if we so, do indeed pick Dick from Wacky Racers? Jean-Paul Gaultier was like, in the 90s, known for being very naughty. Oh, in really? Terms of fashion. Like, he was a bit outrageous. Oh, then it very much could be, couldn't it? I, and I feel like out of respect to Boy George, that I want to pick mm. the the John Paul Gaultier. Let's go with yeah, because we don't want to offend. I'm <laughs> locking in. <laughs> All right, we are saying John Paul. John Paul. Oh, <laughs> it was it was David Bowie. After all that, me being adamant that it can't possibly be Bowie because they're so different and they're the same age, which they're clearly not the same age. Um, okay, f- f- fair enough. Good, 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 good for them. I mean, I, I love I love Boy George. I love the late David Bowie. So good, we've, for, good for the both of them. Look at what we've just been sent through. Callum. Young John Paul, young John Paul Gautier is oh what a little treat. Twink, adorable little twink. We love. We absolutely stand. Yeah, shout out to young John Paul. <laughs> How old is John Paul now? Um, he's cracking on. Cracking on. Mm, let's well, just say that. Good, good for him. Good for him. All right, okay, let's move on to our next one. Third question. What was John George Michael's iconic trademark earring? Was it a feather, a skull, or a cross? I feel like I know the answer. Same. Do we feel it's a feather? Uh, oh. And I, oh. Oh, no, it's a cross. <laughs> I think it's a cross, but no, I'm not overly sure. I feel like he's worn both. And I can see him wearing both now. I feel like I can, I can see, see a feather, feather, but yeah. I can also see a cross. And I'm getting confused between Boy George oh, and George Michael too. But you know, like George Michael with the like Faith music video, I could easily see him with a cross hanging there. Mm. Oh, I'm really confused now. I was so convinced it was a feather, and now you've said cross. I feel like it's probably definitely a cross. It's we- not a skull. Oh no, no, no! Probably will turn out to be a skull now. <laughs> <laughs> Should we be controversial and? part ways I'll be cross oh Jamie I loved being a team but yeah okay okay we'll, we'll separate fuck you Callum fuck you fuck you okay competition time I'm saying it's feather which I'm already doubting doubting myself so heavily I'm going for cross okay answer please lovely producers it is yes. indeed a cross and I'm so yes. mad at myself for getting that wrong of course it's a cross I've got a uh. lovely picture of George with his trademark cross earring there which makes so much sense feather nonsense Thanks. ruin that okay <laughs> Jamie, you are in, you are now in the lead. Now you've turned it into a competition, you fucker. <laughs> How much did Lady Gaga's famous 2010 MTV meat dress weigh? Was Ooh. it £20, about the weight of a car tyre? £40, about the weight of an average human leg? What? Who wrote that down? Yeah, right. You absolute crazy people. Who who knows the yeah. weight of a human leg? Chopping off someone. These producers, honestly, I swear to God. And or sixty pounds about the weight of an elephant's penis. God's sake. Get your minds out of the gutter <laughs> for a change. Jesus. What do we what do we think, Jamie? Well, I know the weight of an elephant's penis. Yeah, I'm very familiar. I often <laughs> just hold one in my hands just to, you know, I need to just remind me what 60 pounds feels like. Yeah, <laughs> elephant's dick. Got it. Um, um, I'm going to go... What we say? The leg. I'm going to go 40. I feel like the leg as well. I'm, are we allowed to be a team again? I miss you. Because you carry me through this, <laughs> if we're honest. Um, yes, yeah, I think we're both going to say it's about the, the weight of an average leg. Mm-hmm. 40 pounds. 
And the answer is... Dun, 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 human legs! Yes! Smashing this! Have you got them all right, Jamie? Mm, no. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. Absolutely Let's not. not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you we got that one right. That's what matters. God, I mean, she's probably got enough meat on there to form a human leg. Yeah. I mean, I I liked that dress. I think it mm. was I think it was a look. I think it was a statement. It's a mood. Good 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 for Gaga. Good for good for Gaga. All right, we've got two more. We're going to have to power through these, Jamie. Go on. Uh question number 5. At the start of a makeup tutorial for Paper magazine, Boy George said which of the following? Every bitch needs a frame. <laughs> there are no ugly women, only lazy ones. Some of the most faked things are a signature Love, a smile, an orgasm, and good skin. Could e- I feel like it could easily be any of those things. That second one's a bit savage, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cross that one out. Yeah, there are no ugly women, only lazy ones. I think that's a bit mean. So let's not. George, uh, George, come on, come on, be nice. I wait. What was the first one? Every bitch needs a frame. I quite like mm. that. I do quite like that. However, that does sound like something the lovely producers would create mm, it does doesn't it look at them <laughs> sneaky sneaky producers I'm maybe it's the third thing some of the most fake things are a signature love a smile an orgasm and good skin i'm gonna go with that one that makes sense it mm. seems quite fabulous yeah we are saying the third one that is what the lovely boy, boy george said oh. no it was every bitch needs a frame I've got a lot of time for that, though. That's yeah, I like good. that. It's quite good. <laughs> we love that. All right, our last one. David Bowie was often seen wearing a black eye patch as part of his costume. But where did this look come from? Mm. Was it a former lover of Bowie, of Bowie's wore it in the bedroom, and he found it such a turn-on that he began to wear it on stage in the hope of turning on his audience? <clears throat> he was bored of people asking him about his different coloured eyes, so he covered it up to stop the continuous questions. Or he contracted conjunctivitis before an important interview, but liked the look of it so much that he adopted it. I feel like it could be any of those things. I'm going to say that number one is too long and, again, sounds like a lie. (laughs) (laughs) They've tried to cover up, but it's got too long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so as well. I don't think it's the former lover situation. I think that one's out. I'm trying to think now to a picture of the eyes. Does he have different coloured eyes? I didn't even know that. I... I want to see, yes, but I don't. Wait, what was the last one? The, uh, the last one. He contracted, he contracted conjunctivitis before an in- important interview, but liked the look of it so much that he adopted it. Mm, that doesn't mm. seem very bowing. I think B. Yeah. He was bored of people asking about it, his different coloured eyes, so he covered it up to stop the continuous questions. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, that's what we're saying. Final locked answer. In. Final answer. Locked in. Oh. Uh, and it was the conjunctivitis one. Oh, this game's too hard. God, that's really boring. Yeah, Jamie, you did really well. I didn't do as well. Uh, Okay, the scores on the doors are, Jamie, two out of six. Thank you so much. (laughs) That's a third of the way. Me, one out of six. Not quite a third. Not quite a third there. Um, (sighs) Yeah. You did better, and you are Fashion Influencer of the Year. Blogosphere's Fashion Influencer of the Year. Look at you go. Absolute superstar. This is why I won. (laughs) Let's have a bit of music. This is Trust. You need not believe I'm gonna mess it up I know words don't mean a thing But I got the touch of mind, body and soul And that's enough 
favourite part of the show coming up, Jamie? Are you ready? Um, <laughs> sorry, I wasn't sat at the microphone. <laughs> you were just relaxing there. You were in a bit of an inclined situation. We're ready for, for the sex. Sex confessions. Right. I think we should just dive right in. I mean, we know the drill. Every 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 week, our lovely listeners send in their sex confessions. Um, and we are going to read them out. If you do want to send in any sex confessions for future shows, you can do that by emailing Callum at foobarradio.com. And we do keep it anonymous, so we won't read your name out on the, on the radio. <laughs> uh, should we dive right in? Go on. I, I want you to read the first one for me. Okay. Oh, thank you, Jamie. <laughs> My mum keeps walking in on me having sex. It's like she's doing it on purpose. Obviously not. But I need to move out pronto. I'm glad she hasn't found my anal beads when snooping. Now, you don't know that she hasn't found your anal beads when snooping. Correct. Give them a good clean. <laughs> Just give them a bit of a wash. <laughs> we did have a confession once from somebody who who did say that they their, their mum found their sex toys, mm. did indeed clean them, and then, like, pop them back on the bed, neatly neatly tidied up on the bed. God. Like, there you go. Just being a supportive mum. I've cleaned your sex toys up for you. <laughs> have a great time. I support this. Which is nice, but oh. also... It, I, if if my mum did that, that would be it. Mortified. Bit much. Over. Cancelled. Um, um, walking in on you. Walking in on you. Um, it does seem like if it keeps happening, it's like, come on, mum. Like, learn get, to knock. Get a lock, babe. Get a lock. Get a lock on that door. Um, you say you need to move out pronto. Yeah, maybe that maybe that would be nice if you feel like you're ready to move out. Um, then I would absolutely support that. Um, in the meantime, you know, you can get those little locks that they they just clip on now. Oh, yeah. Easy little locks. Boom, boom. Done. Mum can't come in and, and ruin fun times. Also, bury those anal beads somewhere. Bur- bury them. Yeah. In your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're for. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one. Uh, J- Jamie, I like your voice. Will you read them all for me? God, yes. It's Thank like ASMR. you. Brilliant. <laughs> My boyfriend has his ex's name tattooed on his hip. Mistake. When going, <laughs> when going down on him, I always see it and can see his face in my mind. Not cool. Oh, that isn't cool. The unexpected threesome. Yeah, it's it's like a, just a constant reminder. Like it's like we all know that our partners, the people we're sleeping with, whatever. We all know that we have exes. You know, mm-hmm. that's a thing. But like every time you go up down on them, to just be like, oh, there's Jerry. <laughs> There's Jerry again, just reminding me that he was here before me. He's, you know, literally, you know, marked his place. I bet it's Callum. Oh, it probably is Callum, isn't <laughs> it? Is. Probably is Callum. I don't think anyone has my name tattooed on them. Um, have you ever had that where people have written in a sex confession that you know it's about you? Like a cheeky... Yes. Um, so basically, one time I had a guest on this show who I had a very interesting sexual experience with. Can't tell and everyone. one of my friends thought it'd be very funny to write in with the w- very interesting sexual experience that we had had <laughs> together... And we started reading that out on air um, and then very quickly realised it was about us and had to cover that up. So if you go back through all the episodes and listen very carefully, you might be able to figure out who it was and what the sexual experience was. Our producer's looking shocked. I don't think that even they know. Oh, they do know. Yeah, she's she's nodding. She's nodding. Um, So, yeah, that happened once. Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you had to relive that on the air. All right. And next one, Jamie, this is for you. So... (laughs) so sick of traveling for love i keep meeting boys who live in europe eurostar equals fab money equals a drag also brexit question mark mood what happens there (laughs) well you've just been to europe did you fall in love uh i met i met a few boys in europe i was just in vienna for vienna pride which was amazing fun and i met a few lovely boys there um 
kissed a few, kissed a few frogs. Didn't meet any princes, but oh. you know, I worked on it. I worked on it. Um, oh, I know, I know what you mean, though. Like it is a worry. Like it's 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 fabulous to hop on the Eurostar, pop mm. over to Europe, meet a few nice boys over there. Um, but it is expensive, and Brexit. You know, it may fuck things up. For Who us. knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Actually, the uh, the one relationship that I've ever had did involve, and it was only within the UK, but at least a good two and a half hours of traveling, which I was not down for. Mm, that is Although, a lot. It is a lot. I, I I feel like I always kind of fall for the people who are really far away. Mm. But I'm like, is that because they're far away? You know, is it something in my head? It's like, I'm going to oh, let you true. fall for that person because they're far away. Keep your distance. I right now have like the massive crush on this boy in LA. And we're like talking oh. all the time. It's like, Callum, he's in LA. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's a like 12 hour flight. That's, that's a while away. It's fine. Just... Just hop on. I've not got that kind of money, Jamie. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. I can't, I can't be hopping over to LA every five minutes. Oh, LA boys, though. LA boys, though. Yeah, something about the boys. They put something in the water. <laughs> they do. They do. Um, Jamie, I'm, I'm, I'm getting carried away with myself. And we're, we're near actually, the end. We're actually, we're actually almost out of time. Um, so, no, we had some fantastic sex confessions to get through, but, but we're all out of time. So's everyone. Um, Jamie, wrap up. Let's say, like, what should people be doing? They need to be following you. They need to be doing your petition. Tell me everything that people should be doing. Um, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> They should be sliding in my DMs. They should be following me. As I said, the petition is on my Twitter uh, as the pinned tweet. Um, obviously, I'm on the radio now, so you can't see how great I look. You look fantastic. So <laughs> go and check me out on Instagram, which is at Leopard Print Elephant. Don't ask. Um, and yeah, just I think one of the best things as well is to spread the word of the petition. So just spread it, share it. And also, um, what I spoke about this week online is you can actually send it to your local MP. So there's a very handy website called Find Your MP. Put in where you live, find out who your MP is, send over the link, um, because it's their job to bring these things up in discussion. So there we go. Amazing. And everyone, you definitely, definitely need to be following Jamie everywhere. They are a scream. I, 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 <laughs> you're, you're like one of my favorite people on social media. Bless I adore you. you. Um, you bring so much joy into my life. Thank I, you. You're one of the only people I turn sound on for Insta stories. Ah, thank you so much. That's what that, that is. And it's true. It's true. <laughs> so everyone should be following you and everyone should absolutely be supporting the petition. You've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much You've for been coming an on. Amazing host. It's been a lot of fun. It's been very cheeky as well. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play you out with a little Cakes to Killer. Boom. The beat. Just pop the beat, just pop the beat, just pop the beat, You've been listening to a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.